This is a nice you. view of your office, Larry. I don't think I've seen yeah. this. It's the um, slowly working out the video kinks here. Yeah, it's professional, man. Oh. You're a real, you know, you're a real professional. <laughs> okay. Although I do. A real professionals <laughs> cough right into their podcast mics. Really yes. good. I should have a cough button. Hold on a second. He probably does have a cough button. That's what I'm saying. Like he's got a true setup. He's got three, three monitors. Look at that. You can't podcast from 20 feet away. Is that a printer? What is that white thing? What? Behind me? Okay, Errol. I mean, it's not that. Right next to you. Of course, it's a printer. What do you, what do you mean? Is that a printer? <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, who has I a printer see. anymore? I have a printer. You have a printer? Well, I don't. What the hell? That <laughs> you don't have anything to, you can't print anything in your house? I go to the library. Oh my gosh. What, what a socialist. <laughs> Freaking. I can't remember the last time I've been to the library. <laughs> wow. If I need to print something, I, just, I go to the library. Oh, I just real. learned something new about you. I need, wow. I actually did get a printer off by nothing, but I couldn't figure oh out gosh. how to hook it up. So I gave it back to buy nothing. Ariel, you don't have to live like this. <laughs> you know, I will say that printers suck. Like they've just been like, I have a nice one and it sucks. Well, that's the point. You can't get a nice one. People always want these like Larry's. Larry's a little older, I think. But uh, nowadays, like you got to you need. You need one that can do all this kind of stuff. I have one. It was $99. It's just does black and white. It just prints paper. And I've had that the cartridge. Cartridges are more expensive than you. No, nope, but I've had that cartridge that came with it since I got it two years ago. And it's not run out yet. And I print a lot of stuff. And the cartridges, I think, print? are 40 bucks. I print recipes. Yeah, what do you print? Um, I print, you know, lists of things. Uh, I print, uh, you know, when I'm doing little arts and crafts, (laughs) arts and crafts projects, I might print something. Uh, I do. I print, I print probably three pages a day. Really? Whoa. You print way more than the average work from home person, I would guess. Very rarely print. Yeah. Man, the internet's going to eat this up. (laughs) They're going to love this. (laughs) What is the uh, topic? Yeah, hey, you gotta let us to ease point. into it, Larry. <laughs> yeah, have you ever heard of cold open? I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> I like Larry. I'm. I don't want to give you too much shit, but I do like that you kind of have a flex in all of these meetings. Like the when you're at home, you've got all your like weights behind yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You know your your set of kettlebells. <laughs> when he's at his condo, he's got you know the beach well, was- behind him. Yeah, and then here you've got your printer. And your three monitors. Yeah, it's subtle dominance. Yeah, he's always trying to flex. We see you. everyone around him. <laughs> uh, I've learned from the master of Arnold. Oh, <laughs> can I tell you that's a pet peeve of mine when you're on the phone with somebody, and they go, "I'm like, I can't hear you. You're breaking up." And they go, "How about now?" I don't know. Talk more. Read the Pledge of Allegiance. I can't tell. You've said one word. That's a pet Have peeve. you ever? Printed out a list of your pet peeves. No, but I could. I could do it right now <laughs> with the original the wall canister. Next to him, probably. <laughs> yeah. How is I, it now? I don't, is it... I don't need a list of my pet peeves. <laughs> I, All right, Larry. Who I'll are you? To, who am I? Yeah. Who are you? Uh, good question. Introduce yourself. Um, I'm Larry Ludwig. Uh, what else do you want to know about me? Oh, Everything. It's going great. Tell us. Start from the beginning. <laughs> well, you see that uh, my mom what's and your, dad. What's your zodiac? <laughs> no, not that far. What was my what? Zodiac is a yeah. Gemini. Oh, a Gemini. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean, Ariel? 
<laughs> what does that how, what does that mean about him? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You, um, I thought you were the. I don't know. Do okay. we need to give Larry an intro? What's God? We, we're just. Yeah, Larry we need needs an intro. So Larry badly. Ludwig, what do you what do you do? What's your relationship to Millennial Money Man? Are we your favorite client? Why are we I your am favorite the tech client? Guru, I think is the best way to put it. Tech guru um, is a good way to put it. Yeah. Bobby has any questions? I give him answers. That's right. Wow. What if About we have anything what if in life? Arrow, I have questions. Uh, well, the guy who writes the checks, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> Michael writes the checks too. Um, yeah, I normally hit pay on your invoice, actually. So you have the veto power. Yeah. So Larry, Larry's. Uh, I, I mean, I can give my life story. I, I started a business in 1997 with a friend of mine, a web hosting business, nonetheless. And from that web hosting business, you know, grew that to a point where in 2009 got really frustrated with the, the, just the clientele I was working with and I was developing websites for others. And from there didn't see the money coming in that they were coming in with, you know, in terms of ad revenue, some of them were affiliate and built my own blog investor junkie in 2009. And at the time was just in a showcase, my talents for web hosting and ultimately built, built into a business into itself and sold that business in 2018. Web hosting is something like nowadays we don't think about an individual providing for us. What would you say is like, why was that something that was so lucrative at the time? Well, it was said 2000. That was, that was, that was, that was okay. the problem. So I it mean, wasn't it even was a good really, idea. It was always a commodity. I mean, even to this day, the back, I'm so old that I had to actually, you know, install servers, build servers and put them mm-hmm. in data centers where nowadays everything's cloud-based. So if you have a web hosting company like WP Engine, they use Amazon AWS to host their stuff. So for me, it was, I'm so old school that I had stuff in a data center, physical servers, had multiple data centers around New York, where I'm based out of. And from there, you know, built up. Kind of like Hillary did? Sort uh, of, yeah. He has, a, he has a server in his my, basement. I didn't have you do. My, I do have a server in my basement, but I didn't host customers on it. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, sort of like that. I mean, I, the first server I had actually was hosted in the data center, but it was in their office. And at one point they turned it off by mistake. Oh, well, so nowadays you, you provide us, you know, analytical reports and, and help us with all, all manner of tech needs. And you split your time between Long Island, Florida. At times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mostly New York. Living the life. I mean, obviously, since selling in 2018, really, you know, doing projects that I, I find interesting. In. You're yeah, balling now to, is what you're trying yeah, to say. You're balling. balling out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, you know, obviously drive my Porsche. And, oh. uh, <laughs> he, he dropped it. He dropped <laughs> it. it took, He's got it, though. It took 12 minutes and 59 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> well, I think this is actually a, the perfect segue to... Today's question, Larry, I mean, I'm sure you have been a listener to this podcast since the very beginning. The premise for the show is that we go over a potentially questionable decision and weigh in on it. All right. Give our give our thoughts. You know, I was thinking about how, you know, balling, you live your life. Balling, no G. Balling, balling, how you're balling. You don't want to be someone who is balling. That's yeah. a different. That's thing. a negative thing. I'm not. I'm know. not crying. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. One, yeah. 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 
All right. So uh, since you're balling, Larry, and you you have this, you've got a Porsche, I feel like you will have some. Porsche. 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 Damn it. <laughs> Is it okay? I've always wondered about that. Before we go on, is it's it so is it one of those things you could say it either way? It's like or if you own one, you ha you add that uh at the end. Well, I mean, there are there are for the most part Porsche. I've okay. seen for the I've most seen part. Some, yeah, there are some people that do still pronounce it Porsche. Uh, but well, those are people that own them, right? The ones who own them say Porsche. <laughs> yeah, okay. my realtor my realtor owns a Porsche. And she's a member of the Porsche Club, and she goes to North Carolina to with her Porsche. Well, I think I it's think a it's difference. With, like if you were if people were walking around saying Tesla instead of Tesla, you know, <laughs> and you're like, it's a Tesla, you know, it's the German version, I guess, the German yeah. pronunciation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, Larry, tell me before I get into this, tell me about your Porsche. Well, what year it is it? Of, it's a 2015. The goal was to buy a Porsche. I always wanted a Porsche ever since a little kid. I wanted other cars too, but for my end, wanted a Porsche because it kind of it it signified some milestone that I, I achieved. You know, mm -hmm. my thing was it, I I bought it actually before I sold the business officially, but where I was at financially, I could easily afford it, and bought that Porsche because if it was just a milestone, it meant many things to me. One is it meant my success in my business. The other was it was also something that I always wanted as a child. And third, something that I know my father, who passed away, it would have been 10, 15 years prior, never got to do. So it was something I knew I wanted to achieve. That's so it was totally cool. emotional. It was not yeah. financial. <clears throat> you know, obviously, it's a horrible. Cars are not cheap by any means, especially Porsches. Uh, but that being said, it's something I enjoy. I, I use from time to time. Yeah, but what kind is it? At the time, there's, I think there were 32 different versions of the Porsche 911. And I have the Turbo S, which is the more touring car where you, it's not necessarily as harsh as a ride compared to the GT3, but it's not as slow or casual as, say, a Carrera. Carrera is the lower end of the models, where the Turbo S is kind of the higher end of the model. Carrera is for the poor people. <laughs> Basically, yeah, the poor, the poor man's, it's not the poor man's Porsche, but it's the poorer <laughs> version of the Porsche. Oh, okay. okay. I, this is not the questionable decision, but this brings up a topic that my husband and I talk about a lot. The Porsche Panamera. How, is that how you pronounce it? Porsche is how Porsche you pronounce it. Porsche Panamera. The sedan. I don't think that that is a true Porsche. I think that is horseshit and that they should stick to, you know, the two doors. What do you think about that? This is not at all <laughs> to this podcast. Well, I mean, if, if it wasn't for, yeah, if it wasn't for the Cayenne and the Panamera, I don't mm -hmm. think Porsche would be around today as it is. Because but of, do you like laugh at those people that you see driving those? Like you're not really. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't make fun of them. I mean, obviously they're out loud. No, <laughs> it's amazing how would they, would they be allowed so, you in know, your club? Ariel. So like free love and everything. And then she's mocking people who drive. <laughs> mocking. The, Porsche exactly. hand. like wow, <laughs> there's a elitist much Ariel. I mean, it's are not they, a, it's not things. a sports car, but it is they, a sporty car. Yeah, I, I mean, are, I'll grant mm -hmm. you that. Are the Cayennes even? Are they nice? Like, are they are they better than like a BMW SUV or a Mercedes? Well, it's not like, SUV. The well, the Cayenne yeah, is the SUV. Um, yeah, I mean, keep in mind it's also built on the same as the Touareg Volkswagen, right? You know, the Volkswagen well, and the Audi and. Porsche, mm -hmm. Cayenne, or all the similar I car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, they all have stakes in each other, and, and I don't really exact relationship, but each shares parts and shares cars. So that being said, you're really buying with, you know, just like GM has, you know, in my case, the Escalade's the top-end model, the GMC is the middle model, the um, Suburban's the lower-end model. And, you know, same thing with Porsche and, you know, VW and Audi. You know, Volkswagen's yeah. the low-end, Audi's the middle tier, Porsche's the high-end. That was a very casual way to drop that you drive an Escalade also. <laughs> yes, I, I have a love for big cars and cars in general. Not necessarily economical. I don't have a, a Tesla. You haven't mentioned the, the small Cessna that you hop around in. <laughs> I don't have a Cessna. Okay. No. Let, me, let me take us back to our questionable decision, though, because this is about classic cars. This is from Reddit's Am I the Asshole? Larry, are you familiar with Am I the Asshole? On Reddit? Unfortunately, yeah, I am. Okay, okay, good. So this question is, am I the asshole for refusing to sell my classic car against my wife's wishes and at the same time not sympathizing with my stepdaughter over her car getting broken into? Oh so that is, that's the big question. I'm sure two like. <laughs> yeah, two yeah, can we break this down? Yes. Like, <laughs> that's too complicated. I know. I'm going to read, I'm going to read the full question. For, to oh, you that was the headline. That's the headline. Yeah. Okay. And the first sentence they write is, there is a lot here. So yes, <laughs> okay, there is. <laughs> <laughs> I live with my wife of six years and her 19 and 14 year old daughters. My kids live with their mom and they are irrelevant to the story. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a sentence to type out. Before I met my wife, I bought a restored 67 Corvette. I love the car, and I enjoy going to car shows in the summer. My wife has never been a fan of it. She doesn't see the point to it and constantly argues with me about how it takes up space in the garage. She has talked to me multiple times about selling it, and I have never budged. Financially, we are in a good position and do not need to sell the car. My wife basically sees it as a lump sum of cash that sits in the garage when ideally we could use the money for something that benefits the family. My wife is obsessed with cleaning and not having junk, and she sees the car as unneeded clutter. We have a two-car garage. My wife tends to park in the garage next to my Corvette. I park my daily car in the driveway along with my stepdaughter's car. Last week, this fight about my Corvette came to a head. My stepdaughter's car got, quote-unquote, broken into, and she ended up getting her purse with $200 cash stolen. I quoted broken into because she left her car unlocked, I later found out but she was crying to my wife about wanting to park in the garage. My wife came to me and said, we don't have the space for the Corvette and suggested we sell it and extend our garage since we have the land for it. That way, everyone's cars can be parked safely inside. I refused and said, it's not my problem that the stepdaughter didn't lock her car. My wife thinks I'm being an asshole. I told her the car isn't going anywhere and she can work out with her daughter who gets to park in the garage space amongst themselves. Am I the asshole? So I have one comment. I mean, it's a two car garage. So by very nature, right. Assuming they split the, the purchase of the house, technically 50. Oh my gosh. Houses. Oh, well, but, I but, love this. But, oh man. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah. But, you know, it is his side of the garage. I mean, if, mm -hmm. if you're going to, you know, have a car granted, he could park his other car in there daily. So what prevents him from doing that? Well, because they split it, and he's got one side for the the Corvette and one side for no. I'm saying if, the other if, half. Yeah, if if she parts her car in the garage every day, and then he has two cars. Now, granted, we could discuss whether or not he needs that second car, but 
you know, he parks a car in that garage daily. It's his car. So mm -hmm. what's the issue? I mean, he's she's asking for him to sacrifice parking his car, be it again, whatever car it is in the garage, as opposed to his now stepdaughter. Oh. Yeah. But the car is technically 50% hers, right? So, well, we don't know if it was bought before. It sounded like it was true. bought before marriage. Yeah. Before I met my wife, I bought oh, and restored before. a 67 oh. Corvette. And he restored it. Like, I mean, you're talking about a guy who loves a car. Yeah. This much, especially. Yeah. What? Larry, are, do you, have you ever been into like restoring anything or wanting to do that? I've had old cars over the years, and they were just big money pits that I threw money down. What's the most and expensive upgrade you put on a car? The one you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't do this, but let's I do really it. don't do, like, even the, the Porsche, I mean, you can get a lot of aftermarket stuff. I mean, I've done a few things here and there, but nothing crazy. Uh, just, you know, visual elements, not like a you know, bigger exhaust or better exhaust turbocharger or anything like that. We're contemplating getting like a professional paint job done. We have a 69 MG, MGB and having that painted professionally. And it would be like $15,000 minimum. And like yeah. the car, I mean, we've never recoup it, but it would look so nice, you know? Damn, we, I got to get into painting cars. Holy crap. I mean, if it's yeah. something you're never okay. going to sell, why, why not? But if yeah, you, no, if, I think it would yeah. be great. Do you and there's, drive this thing? Yeah, yeah are you like, drive it. You're like cruising around downtown St. Louis in it sometimes yeah I mean it's a two-seater so like you can't we've you know we've got All three those kids, kids are gonna can't be gone use it often you know it hopefully I this mean, is the car we take out to cruise around in it like my dad rebuilt he hand built the engine like most of the parts and like tooled them specifically and then we had all that sent somewhere to have him have it put together after he passed. So there's the sentimental attachment to it, like Larry's car, but it is just fun to drive and it is very fast. It like is really happy at like 75 to 90 miles per hour. And it's really fun to drive that fast. But back to our questionable decision. I have the, something else to add. I mean, in my case, right, we have a house currently that um, I can't even fit any car in that garage. So we have a one car garage. Not only is it small, but it's full full of crap in it anyways. So I actually wound up buying the office that you know, I'm sitting in now, which is technically a condo, because it had an extra parking spot in the garage down the basement. So I bought the wow. uh, condo and used that to park my Porsche. So maybe the solution for this guy is buy a <laughs> house. Buy a, separate, buy a separate condo or a house and get over it. Yeah. <sighs> Man, so if you, that's... If you can afford it. I mean, That's he did say that they're doing well financially, that they're in a good position. So. Okay, honey, I know you keep riding me to get rid of this car. How about instead we buy the 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 two bedroom down the street? And well, he said they actually the said the uh, add the add additional garages to the house. But she wanted to sell the car to pay for that, which is ridiculous. Yeah. They want a three car garage, and he has to get rid of his car in order to pay for it. Quick side note, Larry, how do you feel about the new Corvette? Um. I like it to a degree. I think the, the, it was way overdue for a mid-engine car. Uh, I like the Z06 model, especially. It's definitely, you know, Porsche and Corvette have always had this, you know, uh, competitiveness between the two models. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I, if I had my choice, I would, get, I would like to get a Corvette, the new ones. Why don't you have your choice? Didn't you buy a house for your car? I could. <laughs> You'd have to buy I another could. house. It's certainly cheaper. I mean, the... Um, 
you could definitely buy a, a Z06 probably for under 200000 So they're relatively... Whoa. They're okay. bargain compared to, say, a Ferrari, which you can't really... You can buy them. They look nice, but they certainly don't uh, perform. They You need a lot of maintenance and a lot of t- uh, tender, loving care to them. Mm. Okay. Where a Corvette, you'll probably really beat on. Like a Porsche, too. That's the, That's one of the reasons why I decided to get a Porsche, say, compared to a Ferrari. Ferraris are great to look at, horrible to maintain and drive. What it, What about cars? I mean, they're they're cool, and I know you mentioned some wanting them since childhood. But do you like like the motor, the move? Like, is it the motor and the sound and the roar, the purr of it, or would you be interested in a in a Model S Plaid? Like, you know, do you just like going fast? Do you like cool? Do you like the? Ironically, the Turbo S, the Porsche that I have, is not the best um, sounding Porsche. If you want really the best sounding Porsche, it's a GT3. Uh, because that's all uh, non-turbo, and honestly, a lot of people complain, and I sort of agree with the sentiment, for a Turbo S, it sounds like a vacuum cleaner. Uh, and a lot of people go for the third-party or aftermarket um, mufflers, where I've not, I've kept mine stock. Uh, yeah, it definitely is part of the noise. It, it definitely helps. I mean, it's the performance, the speed. It's not, not, I mean, Teslas are great going in a straight line, especially the Plaid. But honestly, they're not, they don't handle that well. Um, you know, Porsche handles excellent, excellent. Not only goes fast, but handles the curves very well. The overall visceral experience you get from a car that a Tesla definitely lacks. It's very, it's very, um, what's the, the correct, it's very, um, square, not square. It's, it's very, um, like basic, very basic. You don't really okay, feel, you don't have part. much. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have much. There's not much feedback, right? There's they feel not, like a golf cart. That's what yeah. I'm, every it's basically time. a glorified golf cart. I actually I, I agree with that, and that is why I like mine so much. It is I just like pop around town in a golf cart. I love it. Daiklin yeah. did say that he had a lot of fun driving the Tesla that we rented. I mean, he likes a car that really drives and that has that feedback, but he did enjoy the Tesla. So that makes you feel better. Different. They're interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, I have bigger issues more with ma- not maintenance, but more just daily usage of a Tesla for me. Like I would not you know, for my family, you know, I have a family of five total, including myself. And it's very hard to and we're all big as me. Right. I'm six foot three. My wife is six foot. My oldest is now six. foot. Damn, four. Larry. Yeah. Yeah. So we need a big car. Right. Again, to, to even think about getting the Model X, it's just not reality. It would not fit. Three people in the back. No, you need a Rivian R1S. That's what we're. That's that's we're going to get you next, Larry. Yeah, but even then, the problem I have is like if we we went to a a vacation in Pennsylvania from New York, we would have had to probably charge two or three times with a Tesla, where you know with the Escalade, I was you know at a gas station. With the what? What was that? What was that you drove? (laughs) (laughs) Filled up the gas and didn't have to you know didn't have to wait thirty minutes to recharge it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they all complain about. Um, well, the, I mean, the we, cold. We well, that is true, though. Yeah. Go ahead, Aaron. Oh, I was going to say, we rented a car. We rented a Tesla to drive down to Florida from St. Louis and had four or five charging stops along the way. And it was like you had – it was just definitely a different way to travel. It, I mean, like, stop okay we're gonna like have lunch now or something or we're mm-hmm. gonna stop and just like stretch our legs but my husband is like a 
he would drive if he could drive for 12 hours straight and with no stops like that's what he would prefer to do and so this was like kind of killed him a little bit but i mean it was cheaper actually than driving our car but the other uh, thing is great and we're way off here but uh on topic <laughs> here but uh if you you have to have the long range for obviously for a long trip mm-hmm. but a long range will get you on the interstate three and a half to four hours away and i think at four hours you're ready to stop i'm ready to stop for 20 30 minutes which is all you really need typically to fill up mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a different way to travel i like to take it a little slower i, I mean you ever heard of the cannonball i know we're kind of varying off on different oh topics. yeah mm-hmm. the cannonball yeah. not the real cannonball there's actually obviously the you know burt reynolds movie from the 80s but there's a real cannonball that started in mid 70s and then started up again actually there's a different cannonballs where the, the the goal is there from New York to L.A. as quick as possible. Daiklin and, Rick- and his brother signed up to do a scooter one the, the year that COVID uh, hit. <laughs> and they were going to be so on. It's basically the same. Daiklin yeah. was on a 57, was going to be on a 57 Vespa. And Wes was going to be on like a 61 Vespa or something. And they were just going to break down the whole way. But it went it went New York <laughs> yeah. to oh like gosh. Washington State or something. But <laughs> Jeez, that's crazy. Uh, so there's Sorry, the, there's on. there's a record that someone did with a Tesla. So they they electrified you know, a car to do from New York to L.A. And I forget how many hours it took them. I think they did it in I want to say fifty hours. The one thing I'm not a, a battery engineer here, but the, the the thing I just don't understand is why can't they just add more battery? Like why isn't there like the trunk space? Why can't just a battery go there? And then you can go further. Yeah, that's more weight. It's more yeah. weight. All right. Well, there you go. I've always wondered that. Now I won't wonder that anymore. All right. Back to the the ask. I mean, this. I think this guy got married six years ago. They seem like they had their own lives, probably divorced, or maybe their spouses passed away. And really independent tracks, it seems like. But for her to actually suggest that he sell it and not put any value in the fact that he restored it and cares about it, that's not good. But then to say... I would, I would almost give her like, okay, yeah, it's a little annoying. You don't get it, but she wants him to sell it, to pay for an, to extend their garage so that they can park the regular three cars in there. She's the asshole. He's not the asshole here, in my opinion. You think he's the asshole for not wanting to give up his Corvette? No, but I mean, it's like if I knew that I was inconveniencing my wife, like, or if I was, if the thing that I don't perceived inconvenience. Let me answer. Let me answer, Michael. Shut up. <laughs> Your answer is wrong, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, if I know? felt like uh, if it was something that bothered me that much, I would be like, you know what? Like, what's some kind of compromise I can come up with here? Like, is there some kind of storage place I can put it in? There's something I can do? Because, like, if I'm not using it, like, come on. Now, I think that she probably, I don't know. I think this is like an easily solvable thing if you would just be like, yeah, I'm not actually using it. And then I think that he's created the situation where she's pissed off about it because he hasn't budged on it. So, like, uh, you know, that's you could avoid the situation pretty easily, I think, if you just decided to, like, be what what do you care if it's in the garage? You don't use it. You know, like that part doesn't make sense to me, but I'm also not a car collector. I think she's the asshole because she's trying. I think she's got some drama, some other beef with her husband and the 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 car. She's taking it out on the car situation and she's trying to, like, exert some, like, control over their relationship or situation. Maybe she's unhappy with his relationship with the stepdaughter. I mean, the stepdaughter's an idiot for leaving her car unlocked and her purse with $200 in cash in it. Like that was a dumb move. And then to like 
well, you need to sell your car so that my daughter can park her car safely inside of somewhere. Like that is, those things don't connect to me. And I think that she's making a, I think she's not in the right in this situation. I do think maybe they explore other ways to house the car, but I don't think that just because he doesn't maybe use it regularly, which we don't know, that wasn't made clear, that he needs to get rid of it. Like that's not an everyday car. I think generally that she's she's in the wrong here. I'm going to have to side with I think uh, she is the asshole. Uh, I'm, I guess in terms of making demands, especially that he had the car, if this was something that he bought post-marriage and or restored post-marriage, I think she would have a more of a valid argument. But she knew what she was getting into where she probably didn't like the car from go for one reason mm-hmm. or another. I mean, my wife is not a car fanatic either, so I, I get that aspect. But we've never had a fight over it's either the car or, my, you know, or me type of thing. I think that's silly. Um, to your point, Ariel, I think that's a more of a indication of other issues in the relationship than purely. Um, also, Ariel, can we itself. can we go over the ages of those two kids? Fourteen and nineteen, I think. Yeah. So the fourteen-year-old doesn't have a car. So this is the nineteen-year-old. Nineteen. How about this nineteen-year-old oh. gets out of the damn house, move out, mm-hmm. bye. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Ariel, I know this is a sensitive topic for you, but. No, I would like my 19-year-old out of the house. My 19-year-old and her girlfriend out. That's what I mean. Is like they. This is like a non-issue that, that she's making a big issue. But, I, you know, I, I think they probably have bigger problems, like Ariel said, uh, and that this is just sort of the uh, the outcome of, of those problems, if I had to guess. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make it. I love it. I love the, the the picture I always love with all these am I the asshole questions is the guy got done with the argument and he went into his little office and he went, read it. I'm going to see if I'm the asshole. Or if she's the asshole. It's like, like the typing of the message is so indicative that there are big problems here to actually type all that mm-hmm. out. Well, I find fascinating. Social media is kind of, and red edit being part of it is the, People wanting to divulge things that, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, people would never divulge to anyone, let alone online. I find that fascinating that people are divulging stuff that, that personally, probably, I don't think should be online. Well, that probably makes it a lot easier to divulge yeah. <laughs> online. Yes, no, though, because if it lists forever, right? You yeah. can mm-hmm. you look up someone's name and find out who that person is. I mean, Reddit not being. A yeah, they got it. They got an alt. People post stuff. Yeah. People post on, you know, social media all the time. Things that just honestly, they shouldn't be posting. Well, there we so Bobby, you're still on the other side of the fence here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, wow. yeah, I think so. I just think this guy's like, come on, dude, just, just shut up about your car. Maybe his wife has like a massive quilting fabric collection, and he's like, we could have sold all your quilting fabric to add onto the garage. So he should throw well, something like, back in her face. That's how he, the way that, yeah. the way that he even typed this message, like work. this guy's, this guy's probably a jerk. Like, I don't know. Just the whole, the way he was like, Oh, they were irrelevant, irrelevant. Like the, what I, I just like, this guy's probably, this guy probably sucks. Like, I, mean, I, I think just he don't. means that they're irrelevant to this topic, which yes, I agree. They are irrelevant just, here. This guy probably it helps our punchline. Arrow, this guy. He's it. a Corvette owner, so that explains it all anyway. Or, yeah, <laughs> I just don't think that he's probably that fun of a person to be around. If I had to guess, I still blame yeah. him. Like, come on, get over yourself. All right. Well, 
There you have it. All right. Well, who, who knows if he's the asshole or not? Yep. All right, guys. Thanks, Larry. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for pitching in to this insanity. Thanks for all of you listening. I'm sure you've stuck around this long. Um, we got all kinds of great content coming out on our YouTube channel. So you can see a video version of this podcast there, and you can see all of our other videos. Um, and if there's anything that you want to hear us talk about on this podcast, feel free to email us at hello at millennialmoneyman.com. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon.